I'm Victoria. I'm Grace. And we're Colors, Colors of, of Cannabis. cannabis. <laughs> Guys, pack a bowl, get your joints ready, because we're about to sesh and talk. That came out perfect. I'm really glad we practiced. <laughs> <laughs> we practiced, guys. I don't know if you're still with us three weeks in, but last week, we were a little nervous. We might have gotten a little more elevated than planned. Definitely. And um, no, shout out to Fig Farms <laughs> and the Moonana. Oh, man. Moonana. Like, I'm going to sing about it. It was it was amazing. That was actually some of the best weed I've had in a while. And we had agreed never to plug brands. But sometimes there really just are exceptional brands that you have to mention. And like it's genuine, right? Like if we're talking about cannabis and we're a cannabis podcast and we're cannabis users, like I genuinely love sharing the weed that I'm smoking on. <laughs> like it's it's a joy in life when you're proud of like, oh, look at the weed. I'd actually never heard of Fig Farms, so she knows I'm such a snob and I'm like really hesitant to try new stuff. So for me to afterwards admit to her, whenever we smoked, yeah. like, I was almost like a little just too elevated. I I um I really kind of underrated how strong it was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it was definitely a creeper. Like, <laughs> that's a term I used to use all the time. But that it's was a, a creeper. creeper. I'll give you that. I was so faded by the end <laughs> of our discussion last week, but I loved it. Um, you know, you talked about being a little bit of a snob when it comes to cannabis. And I'm so not a snob because I buy everything and I try everything. She does. Under, actually over a certain dollar amount. <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, I mean, that's fair. I think everybody kind of has a budget. Well, it's not even just the budget. Like, knowing now what the price points that people are selling lower quality cannabis at, I know where they're putting them. And so it's hmm. like, okay, well, I don't really want to smoke things of that quality. Do you oh, find that to be yeah. like, no, no, true? No, no, no. Yeah. That is okay. true. I mean, I won't, I won't plug a brand I don't like. Yeah, no, I but won't. But there are brands where... And not just the first time. I'll give all the yeah. brands a second try because you never know. It might just be, it, it might be the way that the collective is storing it, right? And not necessarily, uh, you know, because of how, because yeah. of the actual quality from the brand. So, so I'll give it like a second shot. But there are some brands where it's consistently what I like to call commercial weed. Or you know what? It's a budget brand. Like it's meant for people on a certain budget, and it's. I, I really think that's what it is. Like I'm thinking I'm more of not like a specific budget brand, but one that's maybe yeah. mid-level or even high sometimes where their name is kind of more the hype than right. the cannabis. And like it gets lost in that. Like See, it's like I the find, Tiffany's of Sterling Silver. Right. I it's find Sterling those, Silver, guys. Those brands didn't have as high quality cannabis as I would have oh, liked to have, have consumed. <laughs> as Whoops. I would have liked to have consumed um, at first. But I feel like they're getting better, right? Like they're realizing, okay, yeah. I'll give you that. They're realizing they just can't push to like the tourists coming through Southern California because <laughs> let's be real with COVID, tourism is down. Um, oh, but, I thought I thought she said, I thought you said the tourists. Yeah, I'm a tourist. 
Oh, no. Because my birthday's no, in May. No. So I thought she was saying the Taurus of SoCal. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> represent. It no. makes a little more sense. I was like, wow, I didn't know the stars were in my favor. But I, I think they're realizing, like, their consumer is probably someone who's been smoking weed for a minute. And they're okay. getting they're getting better about putting higher quality cannabis into their Tiffany styled brands. Oh, I like this. I yeah. um, can I put you in the hot seat for a minute? Yeah. So last week we started with red, and I was trying to get it like really red hot. Like I was like sex, <laughs> just straight up. Um, and I'm curious. Yeah. Because now we've had a chance to see it. And I'm curious, um, I feel like you were a little reserved. I was. I was. You're not tripping when you, okay. you, you say you picked up on Ooh. that vibe. Um, I was a little scared to say it. I just felt like, what? <laughs> no, no. And, like, it's really hard for me to admit because I'm actually a very sex-positive person. I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about it. I'm being reserved to school with that. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about it and living your life openly, but... It's funny, as soon as you started to get a little spicier last week, <laughs> I tried. Immediately, immediately, like some internalized, like patriarchal, misogynistic stuff really started happening in, happening in me. And even though we discussed, like, before we did this podcast, that we're going to be really open about our lives and we things did. that we're experiencing, all of a sudden it became really real that, oh, I'm going to have to open up about myself. And I work in this world of males who judge women. And females who judge women, to be fair. Yes, females to ju that judge women as well. You're right. But, but there are more males. They, they right. weren't even who I was worried about. Like, it immediately became about the men that I work with, the clients I serve. How are they going to view me if they know these personal things about me? Are they going to dwell on them when I'm trying to interact with them and how does that relate now to my business world and all of a sudden it, it became really real and I did become way more reserved because I realized like they will have their thoughts and opinions about this but I have to be okay with that because I chose to be authentic to myself Ooh. um but that's fair and it brings up a good point that um I'm not sure why that is. You know, we kind of have this mentality where, like, men have that, like, high five yeah. kind of. And we all know what I mean when I say the high five mentality. At least I hope we do. Um, where it's, you know, it's promoted. It's, um, it's seen as, like, it's encouraged, promoted, and seen as something that's um, a positive. Just something that's, like, rewarded. Like, oh, you did it. You're the yeah. champion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still a We're thing. We're champions, too. It's still a thing. I, f I feel like images, like the male image is changing a lot. Mm -hmm. it, it's different. But like the people that I interact with in my age group are not this newer generation of male, right? Like they're still very much like there's certain roles and lanes that each gender stays in. Okay. I see that with like, <laughs> I want to say older, but I guess I mean my age group and yeah, older right because like, i forget <laughs> we're not spring chickens dude no. like, <laughs> hey, hey. we don't need to out anyone here <laughs> anyways um no but i see what you're saying and and you're right it's like some weird part of me wanted to fight your statement and wanted yeah. to say 
no and women too but i am seeing more and more women empowerment i'm not saying there's not you know bad on both sides but i am seeing more women supporting women women coming together women kind of going hey that's right that's not okay um and you know more and more i think even myself who thinks i'm so open-minded i'm starting to see more and more as women speak up wow yeah that has happened to me too in the workplace um and i don't want to go too into it because we will i want to take more time in a future day and go really deep into that uh and maybe even get somebody else out here to like a specialist or just someone in that field to to talk to us but i did want to address that because i thought what's going on red hot and then i felt your sizzle drizzle (laughs) i freaking love you my schnizzle Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah you did it 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 went from being something we talked about to a reality and something I realized, like me being authentic to myself is like still something I, I'm doing. Like I don't change who I am, but how I share that, I probably do have to put more thought into how it comes across because I don't want anybody to feel like, and when I say anybody, like the other person I'm in a 10 year relationship with, <laughs> to feel like I'm sharing things that they're not ready to share and be authentic with about you know so it's it was things that just all of a sudden happened and I I thought about them for a week and it was really nice to be able to talk to you about it and be like oh yeah that did happen yeah and you know that brings it well yeah I felt I just thought wait a minute I know things yeah (laughs) our well our energies are really in sync with one another for you to even realize like oh she changed a little bit because we have very open and honest conversations. Yeah, we want to keep it open with you guys. Yeah. Um, as much as we can within respecting privacy. Um, and so, I mean, really, this week with Red Hot, we thought we'd just, we'd do just that. And keeping it real, kind of just give you guys our week to week. And uh, and they're different. Um, you know, for Victoria, she's been in a long-term committed marriage. And they have a family and kids. Um, I don't even have a living plant (laughs) it's just me um and then my you know my dating and and i have you know partners that smoke and some that don't consume cannabis or consume it in different ways um but yeah so in in keeping it real uh i had a trip this weekend and i don't mean of the flight nature if that's a thing um yeah uh Cannabis was part of it, but this week I yeah. uh, used some psychedelics to kind of, I guess, try to take things. Uh, no, but I don't know what we can and can't say. So <laughs> so we'll just keep it at psychedelics and you can come up with your own conclusions. But one of the natural form? No, yeah. that's not true. Anyways. We'll leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, in... And uh, I know this is kind of more a cannabis thing, but yeah. as we veer closer and closer to decriminalizing psychedelics, I'm going to go there because Colors of Cannabis is uh, is a segue, is a starter into something bigger, into, you know, choices, because there's lots of other natural things out there and experiences uh, that will come to fruition I think in the near future and I think cannabis has opened the gateway to that I agree cannabis has opened the gateway to it like you look at what happened in Oregon and let me tell you I 
would like to go on a vacation once it's safe to do some traveling. <laughs> a and trip and a trip. Maybe try some things I haven't tried before. We'll see. But um, I shared with you, and I'm I'm oh, comfortable sharing it. I recently tried mushrooms for the first time in ten years. I hadn't done. Oh them. wow! I hadn't done them since I was you know twenty one and living in my own apartment. And did you dive in or kind of a really micro? Irresponsible. No, no, I I I dove in. Dove. Um, but when I say I dove in, <laughs> like still, I ate one stem and one cap. And they were very, very small. I know. Look at that look. She didn't dive in. But for five she hours. She jumped into the shallow end. I jumped into the shallow end. Cautiously. I did. I did. With floaters, maybe. No, well, no. Was, she jumped into the shallow end. I jumped into the, the shallow end. Yeah. And I'm okay, comfortable with that. It was the yeah. first time in 10 years. I didn't know what it was <laughs> No, like. that's fair. That's fair. And these mushrooms are lab grown. Like, I can't oh. say too much, but a young woman that I know. Um, yeah, definitely don't. Yeah, she has, though, invested in building out, uh, like, a medical-grade lab to grow mushrooms in and, like, is doing stuff called single-cell dilution to consistently create the same strain of mushrooms and the same potency and everything because I did not know there were 36,000 spores of mushrooms. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, feel, wow. I definitely thought it was, like, a 20 or under range 36,000 different types of spores um so when you talk about using mushrooms as medicine like they're talking about I'm ready for this challenge (laughs) you have to know how to grow them consistently so these were really strong mushrooms and um so yeah I jumped into the shallow end for five hours I laughed and giggled and had the most amazing night with my husband I'm gonna be real like I thought it was gonna be sexy time (laughs) no I did. I really did. I thought this is going to be amazing. I I dressed up kind of cute. Ooh. Yeah, we yeah. were in. <laughs> this is the red I was looking for. We were in a really beautiful suite in Vegas. <laughs> like we were having an amazing. Trip. I guess what happens in Vegas is not staying there. No, this it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and um. Nothing happened except I laughed at him for five hours. Oh, no. <laughs> everything he said, everything he said was funny. Like, magically, he became the funniest person I've ever Oh, see, that's in my cute, though. Whole like, that's entire cute. Life. It was. And, it, and I don't get that. I don't get very, like, though. I don't want to say I don't get turned on, but, like, when I'm on a psychedelic, as I especially discovered recently, <laughs> um, I it, it's not really a sexual thing. I feel like you have so much else going on and yes i don't yes. know i definitely found myself i really thought it was a lot more be a thinking sexy type thing. I really yeah did. that's funny yeah. but actually then um i think i already mentioned <laughs> to you i you know it was late i was now tired it had been a long trip literally <laughs> mentally a long trip right and i ended up using an edible which yeah. I'll just leave it at that. But I used a just a 10 milligram edible. Um, and I will say this when yeah. an edible is dosed properly. <laughs> they work like they work. They they work for what they're supposed to do. I just needed something to help me sleep. Yeah. To help shut down. I wasn't trying to get lit. I, yeah. you know, I wasn't trying to get high. But um, oh, if this 10 milligram edible didn't just do the trick. I was so, so grateful. It helped me shut down. Yeah. I love it. 
I love edibles. Um, edibles do make me feel sexy. I have a very high tolerance. Oh, of that's what a what a dork. That's where I was going with that. So then the whole trip, I wasn't feeling <laughs> anything funny. like that. Until and now, edible. right? Then I take the edible. Now the only counter effect is I was now tired. <laughs> so it's a fine balance of like, do I want to fall asleep finally? Or are you trying to get it on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm very sad to say I fell asleep. but No, you shouldn't be sad that that <laughs> happened. It's okay. The future, it was good. How do you feel about like the mornings when nobody's brushed their teeth yet? It depends on the person. Right? Yes. I some people I mean not that I, I've had a different person in I, 10 no, years. I know. <laughs> let's clarify well I can't, I'm glad you still remember actually right but um yeah I feel like this is so weird I've never I don't think I've ever talked about this some people I feel like is it that you're so into them or something and probably the taste works for you maybe it's also a pheromone thing but some people you're like you yeah. don't give a shit you're like yes you're all in it and then some people you get up early and you make sure that you yeah things are washed and i yeah Yeah. there's definitely been people where i don't tolerate their funk yeah yeah it's funk it goes from like being cute to funk that's i think how i knew i liked my husband that's good (laughs) and and we were gonna make it work was like smells didn't bother me That's that's really good i mean that's the truth though it is I mean, yeah. <laughs> I definitely want my lifelong partner to have, I guess, well, morning breath that I liked. Yes. That yeah. Oh, so, I can I ask yeah. you? Okay. So that's funny you said that because when I smoke weed, and you know, like I'm yeah. dating, I'm not like monogamously with anyone, but when I'm dating, um, I still get really anxious yeah. when I'm kissing someone after I've smoked a bowl. So I have, and now they'll know, I have gum by the bed. I have, like, gum all around. Yeah. I'll, I'll swish mouthwash after, yeah. you know, because especially if my partner yeah. isn't a cannabis consumer. So how do you do combat, like, the cotton mouth and or breath of, like, consuming cannabis with your partner? Um, oh, I'm now that I'm thinking about it, this is really hard for me to admit. Oh. Really hard for me to admit. <laughs> I want to hear it now more than ever. But we get it on a lot of the times after we've gotten like lit as hell in our office. That's awesome. And yes, agreed. But we Wait, don't really do kiss. you get it on in the office? Or do you mean we get high like as the game chair get lit is as fuck. currently broken. Oh <laughs> I know her husband. <laughs> But um, <laughs> the kids go to bed at eight, eight thirty. I'm just—it was—I didn't even know what time they went to bed. But that's funny. Um, but we don't really kiss because of the cotton mouth, and I just realized that because of our. Do you both? Do you do like the hmm, the we're, nuzzle? <laughs> we're really focused on the end goal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that might be a byproduct of being married. Yeah, because I, I feel so. like I think it I, is. and this is no, it's not a guess because I used to be married. I feel like when you're married, you're right. You're like, all right, I know your style. And I was married 10 plus years. So, you know, each other's style. 
you know what to do and it's i don't want to say it's like a it's not a race but it's like a it's not a race it's a i know where i need to go where, so let me get to town next i know <laughs> what's gonna happen next and it's predictable and it's not unappreciated <laughs> like like you don't need to always be creative in fact it takes longer i think for a woman to get there when you're trying to figure out how to get there agreed um i struggle with trying to like please my partner versus just enjoying it in the moment right and because you know i don't think i've had anything over six months in a minute a long minute (laughs) uh (laughs) yeah covid too big time but uh because of that i think it's like you said it's there isn't a consistency and so you're like learning things new and then again smoking comes into play whether or not my partner consumes cannabis yeah because I am a little more conscious of certain things. And right. by the way, whether or not my partner consumes cannabis, I'm still consuming cannabis right. before we get it on. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to change that for my partner and I think if that person's going to be with me even if they don't use cannabis, they don't care that I might want to take it's that bowl before we take that oh, never mind. <laughs> no, but there was only one thing that rhymed that I could think of, and it wasn't good. While we're talking about smoking and like before things, like I'm just gonna go there. Mm-hmm. So like we're in the holidays, yeah, and <laughs> we're gonna be enjoying a lot of time with family. They might be yeah. coming over to your house, things like that. My family, at least, I will have quite a few of uh-huh. my my mom and my dad. I'll, they'll be hosting. They'll be there late at night. I'll have the kids. Should we change to purple? Oh, are we skipping green? Are we? I thought we were going to do purple. From red to purple. Sure. Doesn't really make any difference. I forgot. Um, There doesn't have to be a structure. There doesn't. There doesn't. I thought we were doing red and purple and green. I thought, I mean, I looked at your hand. I've had this the whole time. And I thought dating, kissing, safety, kissing. No, I was going to say, so one of the things that is... <laughs> that no longer made sense because they don't know what that is. No. Um, so with the holidays kind of in the house, right? She won. I did. I did. <laughs> with the holidays going on, so one of the things like my husband and I are kind of combating is like we do have different people coming out of the house and they're all people in our COVID pod, like my mom, my dad, my nanny, my nanny's boyfriend. <laughs> I have to make sure the nanny is a happy woman, actually. You talk about, Happy like, nanny, happy kids, happy life. Yeah, really. So I, I have to make sure, like, she's well taken care of, too. But, like, now, all of a sudden, like, things have changed. Like, we can't smoke and do our thing like we do. Like, we do have a set schedule for what we do during the week. Like, there are set days for the times that we're getting it on. Yes! Like, that's just the reality of married life and kids. Like... On a Monday night after coming home from work, like, and cooking dinner, like, nobody's trying to do anything. And the holidays make it even worse. Like, it's just, it's crazy. And now I want to smoke a bowl. Oh, yes. There's still something in there. Um, The holidays are going to be interesting this year. I think it's going to be a little bit different because of covid um but i hope i hope one thing stays the same what? i have like a weird family tradition 
I guess. I mean, I guess it's not a family tradition. Maybe it's just like a cousin tradition. I almost forgot. Oh, did I have? Yeah, mine's there. I'll keep it with me. Um, so every year, this is so weird. So one year, actually, I'll back it up. One year, uh, we go, you know, to my aunt's house. Every year we go to a different aunt's house for Christmas. And I get to my aunt's house and, of course, I'm going to have to sneak out. Yes, even as an adult, like sneak out to smoke weed before we have our dinner. So I don't remember exactly when it was. It, I want to say it's been 10 plus years, like 10 plus for sure, maybe even 15. Um, but one year, I'll give you a second. Use your I'm hazy done. mug. <laughs> one year uh, I go out for my like routine, you know, pre-meal smoke and as I'm going out, I notice like one of my cousins is heading to his car. And I think coincidence, no big deal. Then I notice another one of my cousins heading on like a little walk. And once I saw a third person and we all know food's coming, like I, I start kind of thinking and I finally am just like, hey, everybody, are we all about to do the same thing? And sure enough, um, everybody was on their way to smoke weed somewhere in their car on a walk so suddenly all of us me and all my cousins and i had never even known they smoked weed because as i said i only came out green to my family a few years Pretty ago recently yeah so <clears throat> so here we go me and all my cousins and then that became a thing so for almost 15 years now every year before we go for the holidays uh, we all step out before we eat and it's like become this whole thing and then it even adapted it grew to we smoke well I think we all smoke before the meal too but we smoke after the meal and we take three cars and go to the movies and here's the funny thing two of the cars are the cannabis cars. consuming yeah. cars yeah. and one isn't and we have to know. figure it out because for a long time the two youngest couldn't know and had to be in a different car so I don't know if it's like that for you, but f during our holidays, I now have a clan of cousins <laughs> that we all go and we blaze in one form <laughs> or another. So up until like the last three or four years, we were hiding our cannabis use from my dad. And when I say we, I mean myself, my mom oh. and my <laughs> husband. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, at all the holiday events because my well, dad so then is they're in divorced. law enforcement. No, my 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 real dad and my mom, yeah, they're divorced. But okay. my stepdad, yeah, he's the one who who raised me. Um, he's in law enforcement, and so he's not really a fan of cannabis until pretty recently. And so we were we would have to hide our cannabis use from him, and this was like. The fucking ridiculous shit. So we had a, an alarm on my doors and on my windows in my house, which started from when I was 16. Wait, so like a censored like alarm? Yes. So anytime a window or a That's door opens, you hear a beep. And now I have to backtrack because I feel like you need to know this about me. <laughs> but when I was 16, I was sneaking out of the house so much that my parents decided to put the alarms on the windows I see so you could never there. open the windows more than four inches without the alarms going off 
and they thought I was never going to get out of the house ever again. And so at this time, like, they weren't that internet savvy. Like, now they're, like, super great on smartphones and stuff. But, like, the internet was still somewhat new. Like, they were getting used to it. But I was all about the internet. Like, I had grown up on the internet. Yeah. And so I Googled, how do you bypass an ADT home alarm? What the heck? And apparently it was as simple as taking a kitchen magnet and putting it on the sensor at the very top of the window, which is exactly what I did. And I was out till all hours of the night (laughs) for most of my youth. And they didn't know that until fairly recently when I shared with them some stories that blew their mind. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I was not that high tech. I was devious. I was a teacher's aide in the high school office getting straight A's. Literally did the homework. It was really well read. Got great grades, but I skipped so much class. I would go to class like once or twice a week, get all the assignments and bounce out and do whatever I wanted for the rest of the week, my junior and senior year. I think as long as you're getting your work done, it's just a personal opinion, but like if you're a kid and you're getting straight A's and you're getting the work done, who cares? Agreed, but legally you have to attend a certain amount of school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was skipping so much school that in the first 90 days, I had missed 50 days and got straight A's. Um, but my parents didn't know that because what on, Microsoft, Don't share it. <laughs> on Microsoft Word, I figured out how to make an exact duplicate using table to make my progress reports and my final report card. And because I was a teacher's aide, I stole the envelopes and mailed them to myself. What? Devious child. Yes. I'm not even sure I understand that, but I don't know if you I made a fake report card and, and mailed it to myself. Yes. Devious I child. I wonder if we should edit that out. <laughs> my mother let me register myself. Starting in junior year, and I had a cell phone. Oh my god! And instead of like putting "Hi, this is Victoria," I let the play the phone numbers, and I used that phone number so that they would call my parents every time I missed school. And it was my voicemail. My parents thought I was was a bad (sighs) kid, and I like hope they hear this. Yeah, but I was a straight A student. And I was really, really proud about that. And so were they. No, it's funny because I know who you are today and I know your work ethic and I know how successful you are. Um, so I'm like, whew, this is, I'm like, dang, we're in purple, but it feels red. Like, I'm going I'm to hit this. I'm like, I, in the tank of where you would normally put window washing fluid, someone may have installed whiskey. I mean, there were stories, stories from high school. I was a horrible child. So I did all of this without my parents knowing. So it blows my mind that to this day, during the holidays, whenever we would go out to smoke and they would hear the alarm, my dad still didn't know I was going out to smoke weed. He still didn't know. Wow. Didn't know. And I don't know why. You know, I I never mailed anything. I don't know that I committed that 
<laughs> level of uh <clears throat> but I actually when I was younger um I used to take and by younger I guess I mean high yeah. school I didn't drink but my friends did yeah so they'd come over and my parents would only leave for like one or two hours they barely ever left at all if at all um but we would take the alcohol sometimes we'd even just in front of them just pour it into something whatever and we weren't like bad kids we'd sit there and watch tv or just do lame things but um we would drink and i wouldn't know what to do with the the bottles and stuff and so in my dad's office in the closet there was this kind of pull out in the ground and it went into the crawl out space under so i just started throwing things under there and i would smoke cigarettes and Ugh, I know, terrible. Yeah. I quit. Thank you. I smoked cigarettes in high school too. It's such a bad habit. So but, terrible. Yeah. It was totally different. It was the '90s. Everybody did it. Kurt Cobain had died. It was a sad time. <laughs> so um, we uh, we'd smoke cigarettes and we'd drink and we'd throw these things under this crawl space. <clears throat> so now fast forward. Yeah. It's like it, it's Christmas or New Year's or something, and we got all the family over and the uncles and stuff. And my dad starts sharing with everyone. He's like, yeah, the weirdest thing happened. I was cleaning out of the crawl space. And do you know what I found? And I'm like, oh, shit, this is it. You know, like he's about to tell them he's like going to publicly shame me. Why would he do that? And he's like, you know what I found? Uh, the alcohol, the cigarette packs. And I'm like, oh, crap, here we go. And he says, it must be when we had the work done on the house, when they were underneath, all the time they are partying. <laughs> yep, yep. I love it. I could not believe it. I felt so bad. Like, Because when you're I didn't generally say like a good kid and you're well-behaved <laughs> and nice and sweet and you get good grades, like you can get away <laughs> with the worst. They did not Shit. suspect. No. But my mom used to, when I smoked cigarettes, yeah. I hit it. And back then, my mom actually thought I smoked weed, and I didn't. Yeah. And she would come up, and she'd hug me. Yeah. And she would, like, like sniff me. Yeah. And I would look at her so weird, and she'd go, you think I am dumb? I know you are smoking weed. And I'm like, I'm, and I wasn't. Yeah. And so I'm like, I guess you are dumb, like, because yeah. I'm not smoking weed. And she would insist, like, I know. And it's like, I wasn't. I was literally smoking cigarettes, but I didn't have the heart to tell her. Oh, my God. So it's the reason my mom started smoking again is me. My Weed or a cigarette? Weed. Okay. Right choice. (laughs) When my mom met my stepdad, they got married after three months, and they've now been married 20 years. Hey. Right. Amazing. Good for them. But one of the, the <laughs> things that they talked about was that my mom needed to quit smoking weed because my dad oh. was in the Navy for a long time. He was going to be a correctional officer for the state of California. We might need he was going to be in law enforcement. Um, what point in the 20 years did this happen? This was three months into their relationship. Oh. He was like, let's okay. get married, That's but you got to stop smoking weed. And she was like, I'm down. And that worked for many, many years. I was really young. I was like 11 years old. And so then when I was like 17 years old, I got baked one day in my living room at my house. Oh, you're brave. I'm and like hiding in not, sheds. I tell you, shit. I'm telling you, I, I was the type of kid that did not give a fuck. 
I had no fear of anything. I was having hotel parties at 16 years old and I just had no fear of what was going to happen. And I wanted to live life to the fullest and that's just not really living life to the fullest. It was just doing really stereotypically fun things, but they were fun. But wait, go back to your... So anyways, I'm smoking one day and I get wasted in the living room and completely baked and I leave to go hang out with my girlfriends and I leave my bong and my weed elevated, not really wasted. Yeah. I know, but I guess faded. And no, but it was so different at that time. Like getting high then was so different though than it is now. Um, and I left everything just in the living room. And my mom came home and she smoked all my weed. That is not <laughs> where I thought that story was going. For anybody listening, were you waiting for the part where her oh. mom came home and flipped her shit? Not smoked her shit, flipped her I shit. I mean, it was apparently like, you know, seven, <laughs> eight years that they'd been married and... She saw it there and decided to Damn. smoke all my weed and ask me imagine? if I could get more of it. And I was like. Oh, my. OK, that's uh, funny. Because I'm just imagining your mom after like seven, eight years of not smoking weed no. comes home, sees her daughter's shit. And it's just like. I'm going to smoke this. She was <laughs> down and smoked all of it. And like Can't our relationship changed drastically at that point. Wow. We became friends after hating each other. I was a very... How old Even though I was a good kid, she knew I was very willful, and maybe we didn't get along because of that. I was 17 when that happened. Nice. Hmm. I feel like my mom had found a weed and a pipe at that point. I'm trying to think. Um, I didn't really smoke weed in high school. I tried it, and then I didn't really smoke till college. <sighs> And, like, later into college, like, towards the end. But um, my parents had definitely found stuff at that point. But the reaction was very yeah. different. My mom freaked. Yeah. And uh, I, I lied. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think I played every card. Like, yeah. it's my friends. Yeah. I think we all tried that. Uh, then they don't go for that. They never yeah. go for that. And then it's like, um, what else did I go with? Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> This is funny. Then I told my mom it wasn't weed. And I said it quite confidently. Ah, that's not weed. It's for like a science project or some shit. For real. And she called over my neighbor um, who was younger and hipper. And I think she just thought maybe had tried or seen it. And was like, what is this? Is this marijuana? And she, my neighbor looked at me, looked at her. And I'm like, fuck, right? Like, oops, I don't know if I say fuck. You but can. She's like, oh, man. And then, uh, sure enough, she says, no, no, that's not weed. Mm-hmm. No, that's going to be something else. Uh, maybe for like a project or something. She had my back. She had my back. I could not believe it. I could not. I thought for sure, 100%, I'm done. It's over. My mom didn't know what to do because now yeah. she's looking at her like I brought her. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if she believed her 100 percent, but she just kind of she was done at that yeah. point. No, once once my mom and I were on the same page, she realized like I had changed because I went from being like. 
really reserved because it was hard for me to talk to people to being like more confident and like so she encouraged it she was like if this is what you need to be like okay then it is what it is wow but yeah it, it really changed mine got there way later i'll give them that like i i tease and i joke about my mom and dad yeah. but they got there yeah and that's huge i think just getting there is half the before anything in your life right it's like half the battle like how do you get there with things you know that's part of like kind of what this show is about is um breaking stigmas yeah. i think when i look at you i could never have imagined like your life experiences and then i think in in a different way when people look at me they, they don't think that i am a all day yeah. <laughs> user yeah. um and i just mean that i incorporate cannabis in my life in all ways it's not that i'm just blazed all day or sorry elevated all day but yeah. Um, but I use cannabis in all forms of life. I know we both share in that. Like we, you know, oh, I will say this. Cannabis is genuinely just, it, it brings together a group of people that share the love of a plant. Yeah. And that's so beautiful when you think about it because people come together for different reasons, whether it's, uh, for a sporting event over food right um over drinks right and now we're finally allowed legally yeah. over this plant yeah. and it's just so cool and there's so many just different colors and facets of the yeah. plant that i mean shit how many we could have so yeah. many different discussions i'm i'm looking forward to sharing cannabis with my covid pod for the holidays Oh, COVID pod. That will end with green this week because safety. We are in a pandemic still. We are at our second shutdown. Ooh, we have the new year. And with the new year, I think we'd all hoped that it would be yeah. done by now. But by, what is done anymore? I think it's just, again, new normals. There's going to be a lot of new things that are going to come. But there are things that you could do to be safe we got you one today Thank and we you. you know we're trying we're, we're together all the time so it's it's probably a little different but we had kind of a debate today that we'll share with you guys and we'll open to you guys um to comment on amongst yourselves and just kind of what you think so i'm going to show you first this cool thing so on the end of my bong, which I apologize, it's not that clean due to COVID, uh, <laughs> isoprofenol 90% is extremely hard and rare to get. So this is the best we got right now. Anyways, oh, putting it in the wrong spot, putting it in the wrong hole. It's not red, people. Okay. So <laughs> I know. So uh, this right here is super cool. Um, it is a company called Moose Labs and they make uh, the mouthpiece and peace like peace sign. And so mouth peace, <laughs> boost ups. Uh, anyways, and they're not a sponsor or anything, guys. We just freaking anything. If we ever actually bring yeah. up a brand, it's because we personally love that brand and yeah. use it. It's not because somebody's telling us to or for any other reason. So COVID safety. Here we go. Check it out, guys. Not only can you attach it to any piece, or flip it over and put like a joint or a blunt inside the other side. But so it's like one layer of like, look, it has a lanyard on it. So I have my lanyard. So now I'm like, 
I'm at a very safe, less than six people, you know, socially distanced, socially distanced, whatever. Or like a moment like this where yeah. we're sitting next to each other and we have to be next to each other. I touch it and she has one, too. Now my lips are only touching the mouthpiece, not the actual glass. We're not sharing anything. We each have our own. And even if she didn't have one, think about it. If you're in a group, it's on them to be safe for themselves. I recommend they all have one. But you take it off and at least you know you're protecting yourself. Yep. You're protecting anyone else from you possibly carrying something. And add a bonus. Victoria, show them what's inside. A little filter. <laughs> Said that very Vanna White. Show them what's on the right? other side. I know. And I'm going to show you something cool. Um, this is just after one bowl. Pull out your clean one. So I've been using this one all day and she just used this one. Look at the difference. Can you guys see? Go forward, please. Like, look at that. After this is just a day's worth. All of that would be going into my lungs. So A, COVID safety. B, ugh, do you even want that in your lungs? It's just personal safety. So yeah, really cool. So we thought we'd show you guys. I mean, that's that's what I this love is this. about, right? I really appreciate it. Yeah, heck yeah. I'm actually really happy about this. I, I won't even lie. Because I really do expect to share cannabis with people over the next couple of weeks, which, oh my gosh, so stressful, but so excited. Right? And here, a little demo. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. You got your lighter? Can I ask you to help me out yep. here? I'm going to drop that. So Grace asked me earlier if COVID lives on cannabis. No, that's not even how it happened. How to, this is what happened. I said, we got to be using stuff like this. And she said, well, <clears throat> oh, I don't remember exactly what you said, but you said something about COVID safety. And then I said, and you said, okay, with the mouthpiece, we could have COVID safety. Yeah. And you said, I could just roll you your own joint. That's right. Yes. That's right. That is so she goes, I got it. The solution. Because right. I said, what about COVID? How are we going to share weed? She says, I'll roll you your own joint. And I said, what if your joint is a COVID joint? You're literally rolling your COVID joint, and now you're giving me COVID in your joint. So we checked with two leading experts in the testing we, cannabis world. We checked with two microbiologists. Thank you. And they <laughs> concurred that COVID Lives probably can live on cannabis yeah. for like three days as it's widely assumed on most surfaces. Now, wait a minute. One said three days. One said 14. So then I said, so basically it's like the CDC and nobody knows shit. Pretty much. Pretty just much. Saying, just saying. Three days, 14. Keep your weed to yourself. Well, I mean, this thing has only been around I'm for half kidding. Half. Like what? Like nine, ten months now? Like, no, no. I really. Because that would have been what? March? Yeah. Well, if, no. So like a month or a year now. since It started in December. It started. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> oh, my God. We don't know, guys. We really don't know at the end of the day. So really, at the end of the day. But we did try to keep your we, own weed. Yeah. Um, if you can't, if you are in a situation where you're in a sesh that's socially acceptable, 
because otherwise why are you there just kidding <laughs> not kidding put it inside and you don't even have to impose your belief system on others use your mask responsibly though i 100 percent believe in science I, I will stand by that statement very thoroughly which 100 percent believe in science and scientists just as about a the COVID living about on weed about most things in general but i think it's safe to say they know enough to be cautious no and that's the point yeah it's I'm, i meant that like come on three days 14 days so we don't know nobody we don't knows. know we just know it does it can live on cannabis in the same way that it can live on other things and that got so me, just be safe it really got me thinking about the world that we live in like i know large cannabis companies are actually investing and in doing weekly and bi-weekly testing on their cannabis employees but um, yeah no i'm seeing it more and more i think most of um most of the leading companies that i can think of that i've worked with yeah. have all implemented some type of uh like new covid procedures standard testing like i know some companies are doing one to two times a week that oh yeah they're requiring just for the safety of others because again i mean you know maybe you're young and you can like handle it but we don't know who it goes back to after that we don't but i was just i mean from a manufacturing standpoint when you think of what that means that cannabis can live on all of these surfaces for that amount of time i i mean i've thought about it because i see the ramifications but like you asking that question in the moment you did with the amount of weed we had smoked, the amount of time we we took to ask, it really hit me that like this happens in manufacturing. Like people are getting sick and going to work and not yeah. knowing they're sick because they're asymptomatic, and and then touching products and then potentially potentially. And even though they probably are wearing all the PPE and and everything, like these are potentials and risks, and so these companies are now like really eating this added cost of, of really giving you a safe cannabis product to consume because they're making sure that people are getting tested. And that is a heavy cost to a company to make sure you're getting rapidly tested. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's true. The rapid part. Cause I was going to say, I mean, I've, I've actually just been going to the Dodger stadium and it's free. So right. If anyone and that's didn't provided know that, by, the, by the city. By, by the county of Los Angeles. And it's still 24 hours. By the way, I got my results in 26 hours, I yeah. think. So it is a free alternative, by the way, if you can't do another way. Um, Which I, you, you should be doing that if you can. <laughs> like if, you're, if you plan on interacting with family and, and all of that great stuff. Absolutely. But like if you think about what that means to our industry, like. COVID weed. <laughs> what's going to happen kidding. to these brands that can't take this added cost of covid i mean we're seeing that in every other industry i think um cannabis has been not an exception but cannabis has been slightly different in that right. we have seen an increase in yeah. a lot of places just because uh more people are at home and in the very beginning we're yeah. receiving mo more money yeah. from the government so it was just i mean come on they literally gave us free porn and made weed essential it's not an accident you know but um where did the free porn come from because i definitely didn't get any 
Oh yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, the the most like leading porn site. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Oh, ha! Sorry. Ooh, it's five five five. Sorry, I know that's not what time it is of the leading in podcast land, but in real life land right now, it's five five five. The leading site. Okay, so I know what you're talking about now. Okay. So yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, they made that, that free, right? And then they made weed essential. Mm-hmm. But I got off on a tangent. You did, but it was still interesting because <laughs> I was like, where did the free porn come from? <laughs> Meanwhile, Victoria's like, wait, so <clears throat> where's the, I'm sorry, where's the free porn? I obviously am too involved. I don't watch porn. <laughs> you know that, right? I've told you this. And I've told you my preferences. <laughs> Are we holding back, I guess? Maybe a little <laughs> bit. Maybe a little bit. Well, we know you're watching porn. Stop it. <laughs> or someone in the household is. I just feel like it's easy to just say no. But if the answer is not no. Good point. Good point. Touche. I love you. Oh, I love you. So. So, safety. Yeah. <laughs> I like how love made me think of safety because I'm a pervert. Right. That's okay. That's all right. Um, but no, for real. Uh, for real, be safe with your partners, with just exposing people, just in general, especially as cannabis consumers. Yeah. Um, I feel like we have an added responsibility. I feel like there's even a stigma. Ooh. And I, I will say, I had a, a family member recently, the only one I have yeah. that lives nearby, admitted that i haven't seen her as often because i'm a cannabis user yeah so she knows i'm sharing or she assumes or you know that i'm potentially sharing pieces and joints with people and so she was pretty upfront about like needing me to get tested and then quarantine before seeing them i'm definitely not sharing joints with anybody but my husband i'm not sharing joints i think as frequently as i used to yeah I think I would be lying to say I haven't. There's definitely been people I've shared joints with. Um, but I've been lucky. You know I've what? been tested. We, we have shared joints, you and I. Yeah. I feel we like shared are, it on the last episode. That's true. That's true. For the most part, I don't. I just kind of pack my we own. We are within close range of each other all the time. I do feel like if, if, if one of us COVID, was going to, yeah. yeah, we would both get it. So probably not as cautious with you. Yeah, I, 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 you're in my pod, though. Guys, we don't know how to do it. None of us do. No. We don't know how to be in a pandemic. We don't know how to act accordingly. I think at the end of the day, you have to just try your best. Don't judge other people. Be empathetic. Yeah. Just be empathetic to each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to look at it. I don't know. I am ready for something to happen though as far as vaccines whatever i'm looking forward to maybe a little bit of normalcy oh i don't even dare ask you what that made me want to ask what uh is it too hot a topic to ask like you just said you're ready for a vaccine but i i can't help but ask i mean i guess to my knowledge yeah just as a just merely bachelor educated woman, nothing crazy. I thought it took at least 20 years before a vaccine was safe. 
So I'm not saying I'm opposed it. I'm actually not giving my opinion. I don't know that I formed my opinion. Um, and that's just yeah. it. I don't know that there's enough information. And I see people already being tested. Yeah. Um, already getting the vaccine. The first nurse in New York. And other people. And then you hear, you know, three of the people that got it got, uh, what's that called? Cleft palate or cleft something? No. Yeah. No. I know what you're talking about, though. Uh, it's going to kill like me. Like a paralysis. Yeah, a type of paralysis that affects half the face and causes a drooping. And we saw that three individuals that received um, the Pfizer, I'm pronouncing it's like P-H-F-I-Z-E-R. Don't spell check me on that, guys. It's something close to that, all right? But the Pfizer yeah. uh, vaccine, three of them got a type of paralysis in yeah. their face. I can't think of the name. And because of that, then another article came out saying, oh, but it's unrelated. And I just, I don't know, man. I just think at the end of the day, it's so soon. And I'd like to see, I mean, the Pfizer yeah. president himself hasn't gotten, has not received yeah. the vaccination himself. And when asked why, his response was, um, oh, well, I'm waiting in line. That's so considerate. But maybe he has gotten it on the down low. Let's like let's let's really be real. Does anybody trust pharmaceutical companies? No, I mean, that's so considerate in that I don't think he's getting it because he's smart and he wants to wait and see how the heck it affects but people my before is, he gets also, it. We don't know because we don't I think know. he probably secretly took the one that probably works 100% of the time. Oh my gosh. Like that's how evil those types of At the end of the day, we don't know. Be. We don't know and we'll never know. But we don't know. What I'll turn, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I we'll just want to wait. Happens. Girl, you get it and I'll oh, see how it how it does. Let too. me you just want to wait, but the reality is you probably won't get it anyways. What do you mean? There's not enough of them. We didn't order the additional <laughs> vaccines that they offered to us special, at the time guys. they were for sale. So, no, you probably won't get the vaccine. Oh. Well, that makes like, me a little sad. Isn't that funny how that flipped? You're, you ever, like, want to reach for a purse? And you're like, I don't really need it. And then someone else reaches, and you're like, I'm going to take that anyways. You're at the way, way, way back of the line. But so am I. Okay. So am I. Okay. We're in the same boat. I don't even want to ask you why. No, don't answer that. I just... Uh, There's a lot of reasons why, but, yeah, we're... Yeah. We're at the back of the line. So our opinion on the matter actually will probably be decided for us. Wow. Long before we ever really get a shot to take it. Well, I still. And pun intended with shot. I know it won't be 20 years, but I, I still, uh, I'd like to wait and just see. I just think that's fair. I'm not opposed to vaccines. I'm not for this vaccine. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I just want to just well, a little more research. I want to see is that face thing yeah. happening because of it. No, I'm serious. I know. I ain't laughing. Is and it it's really because I'm of it? high. But, like, because nobody wants that to Nobody wants. I don't want that. Those look like really nice people. I mean, you can't judge, but who knows? <laughs> you, I am right They might have had you. things going on that... Oh, whatever. I need to stop laughing. <laughs> no, it's 
<laughs> no, I get it. I know you're not laughing at them. Um, no, but for real. We just yeah. don't know. And I think it's a little interesting that first it's like, wow, they all got it. And then that. And I know that, you know, we can't infer anything. I think enough people are going to get it for us to know. Have some answers to your question. Well, I'm not getting it until they clear that up. That's all I know. I'm not getting it until enough people get it done. And I see that more didn't get that. I get it. I get it. So I do get the new flu shot that they issue every year for me and the kids. So how come the flu suddenly disappeared this year? It did not. But people are being more cautious just because of COVID. And so, like, flu, common colds, all of that, like, have had a reduction in spreading just because people have better practices now. You know, better practices makes me think of something funny. Um, So suddenly, you know, people went nuts and started buying toilet paper like crazy people crazy people okay y'all are crazy i don't know if you thought you were going to be wiping your asses more i suddenly thought maybe covid causes diarrhea i don't know i really started thinking things like that because i went to the store and the toilet paper was out and i wasn't that upset and i'll be real i buy plenty ahead of time and my mom had just given me some in a care package. So I was like, kind of like, okay, thank gosh. Thank gosh. Thank God. Like I stocked on toilet paper. And I was good. But then as a cannabis consumer, why? Why did you guys buy all the isoprofenol? I said it earlier. I'll say it again. Look at my piece. I clean it every night. I'm, I'm like recycling isoprofenol. I'm doing crazy things. So we talked about, we were talking about this right before we started, but like the beginning of the pandemic was so different for me where I live versus where you live in LA. So like I live two and a half hours outside of LA, Mm -hmm. closer to San Diego than I do LA. And I drive to LA like three times a week. Okay. But where I live, we ran out of toilet paper. We ran out of, you know, certain things, but we did not run out of ISO. We didn't. Uh, I could find it on the shelves. Like, I could no, find... But the 90%? Yes. Yes. <sighs> I'm skeptical. I'm not going to yes. lie. I have I, to see if it. If you go I look have to under my it. sink right now, I probably have, like, four bottles left. I mean it when I say it. I have to You'll see, see it, it to shortly. Bring it. I'll You'll buy it. it shortly. Bring me the ISO. It I was sound like an addict. Bring me like, the ISO. <laughs> I will say we did run out of toilet paper and that became a major, major concern. I got you on the toilet paper. Oh, no. I am good now. Luckily, My Amazon came through. But I also started a subscription from Sorry. this company called Peach. And it's luxury toilet paper. And you know what? Now that this thing has started again, the fact that it came this month was like perfect fucking timing. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know if that's been an hour. <laughs> I am here yeah. with my bud buddy, and I got to tell you, neither of us had ever heard of luxury toilet paper. Um, but you know what? He's got real a subscription box, a subscription box for luxury toilet paper. Things got wow. real. At least she's not fighting people like at the stores for toilet paper. She's like. Biatches, I have my luxury and it's coming in a box <laughs> to my door. <laughs> I'm like, I have buddy. Well, I, it was nice smoking with you guys. Yes. On that note, 
right. Don't be crazy with the toilet paper, people. <laughs> Keep it real. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good night.